Well, here in the gospel reading, we have Jesus touching on all of the works of Lent, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. But to truly find the scriptural basis of Lent, we have to look farther back. We have to look back to when Jesus spent the 40 days in the desert. And here we see that prayer, fasting, and almsgiving has roots in what Jesus experienced. Now, it would be hubris for any of us to think that uh, no matter what sort of Lenten plan uh, we have devised for ourselves, whatever mixture of fasting and prayer and almsgiving that we are undertaking, that it would in any way compare to our Lord's uh, 40 days in the desert. But if you recall, at the end of that 40 days, he was approached by the devil, who had a series of three temptations for our Lord. And the first, of course, was to turn these rocks into bread in order to satisfy his hunger. And so we, we recall that our Lord rebuked the devil and said, no, man does not live by bread alone, but rather by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. And then, of course, he was uh, told to throw himself down from the parapet of the temple in order that he would show that the angels would catch him rather than allow him to hurt himself. And, of course, he said that it says in Scripture, our Lord says that you shall not put the Lord, your God, to the test. And then, finally, the devil promises him all the kingdoms of the world if he will simply bow down and worship him. Instead, Jesus reminds us, you shall love the Lord your God as the only God and only him shall you serve. And so we see that these three temptations that Jesus was confronted with and the responses that he made to them show us the basis of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving as, you know, the perennial penitential practices of the church. So we see, of course, that this temptation to turn rocks into bread, which our Lord turns away with the idea that instead of focusing on our physical needs, we need to focus on the word of God. And this is, of course, what fasting is meant to show us. Fasting is meant to show us, even if in only some small way, that these uh, acts of fasting that we undertake during Lent remind us of our physical frailty. When we're perhaps a little listless, a little hungry, we got that kind of low energy feeling, perhaps, Uh, even though, of course, it's only a small taste of, you know, real genuine hunger, real genuine, um, you know, uh, desire for food or or struggle for food, it reminds us, of course, that we need to rely on God all the more because he is the one who truly sustains us. And similarly, when Jesus is tempted to throw himself off the temple in order to show that the angels will catch him, this shows us the importance of almsgiving. Because there are two ways that we can live our lives. The first way, of course, is a way is the way of self-indulgence. It's the way of simply caring about ourselves, simply trying to draw attention to ourselves, simply being only concerned with our well-being, seeing other people, other things as simply there to serve us. But of course, this is not the way of the Christian. The Christian life is meant to be a life of self-giving, a life of self-donation, a life not meant to, uh, you know, titillate or entertain. Uh, or serve ourselves, but rather a life that is meant to be given away uh, in service. And of course, we do that. Uh, Almsgiving, of course, includes not just the giving of money, but of course, giving of time and talent to those in need. And so this is why we do this during Lent, uh, to remind us that our life is meant to be a gift to others, not to ourselves. 
And then finally, of course, we have the temptation to worship the devil. And of course, we find ourselves, if we are not praying to our Lord, if we are not making the Lord the center of our life, we're not making uh, you know, significant time for prayer to our Lord, we will find ourselves worshiping uh, a devil of one sort or another, because we are meant, of course, to worship something. We are meant uh, you know, to worship uh, you know, God, but if we don't worship God, we end up worshiping something else, ourselves, our money, our possessions, uh, some other person, some other movement, um, because it is the nature of human beings to look uh, to something as our first principle. And so, as I said, Lent is meant to remind us that um, the, the core of the Christian life is based around prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, because it's based upon a sense of our complete reliance on the Lord, our need to make a gift of ourselves to others, as well as the need to make the Lord the center of our lives. And so it's important to recognize that, of course, Lent is meant to be a particularly a, a time of particularly intense uh, focus on prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, but it should not blind us to the fact that these things have to be a part of our lives as Christians 365 days a year. They have to be part of our lives at all times. Lent, of course, is merely a microcosm of that. It's meant to simply be, uh, as I said before, an intense experience of those things, but it would be in vain if it didn't inform uh, the rest of our lives um, all of those other weeks and months of the year. So let's pray that everyone has a good beginning to our Lent. Whatever we have done in the past, uh, whether we have uh, failed to make a good Lenten plan or perhaps we made one that was uh, you know, too ambitious for us to follow, let us pray that everyone embarks on a Lenten plan that draws them closer to the Lord draws them uh, into a greater sense of their reliance on the Lord and, and draws them into a greater sense of self-giving of their lives for the sake of others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.